Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Hollywood Hero Podcast. I am your host, Layla Palmer, and today I am back with a podcast where I interview the entertainment industry's most acclaimed personalities. So, um, let's talk about music that I've been listening to this week. It's been kind of a slow past week. I am also starting to lose track of time and lose track of what day it is pretty much every day so I'm just taking that day by day it's kind of time's been moving a little slowly um, but at the same time it feels like it's been moving really fast but I want to talk about music first so my roommate who I live with obviously because she's my roommate um, she listens to a lot of different music than I do than I do, but her music taste is very similar to things that I would listen to, which is like more so artists that I haven't discovered yet. Um, and one of the, it's actually a band, one of the bands that she's been listening to a lot recently in our room is Greta Van Fleet. And as she's been playing Greta Van Fleet so much in the past like two weeks, I've hopped on the Greta Van Fleet train as well, and I'm now like hooked on it. Um, one of the songs that we have been listening to a lot every day is Light My Love by Greta Van Fleet. It is amazing. It's like such an intoxicating sound. The vocalist is just amazing and I can't get enough of their voice. It's, it's crazy. And one of the first things I asked her, I was like, is Greta Van Fleet, like, is this an old band? Like, is this song old? And she was like, no, like this song, Light My Love, came out in 2021. Like they just released an album or maybe not just released but I know it came out in 2021 their their new album and I was like wow that's so weird like it sounds like a song that I've heard before or something and I think it's because they have a very similar sound to Led Zeppelin I think Led Zeppelin has to be like a huge inspiration for their sound because even my roommate said and she was like yeah like it sounds a lot like Led Zeppelin like a lot similar to their sound and as far as like the instruments and even the vocalist a little bit um so yeah if you have not heard of Greta Van Fleet you some I mean I feel like most people have heard of Greta Van Fleet just maybe have not listened to their music regardless listen to their new album listen to Light My Love I think it's it's definitely one of the first tracks on the album maybe I'm totally wrong about that um but it's a great song and I'm obsessed with it another song that I'm always obsessed with is American Pie um my roommate and I have also been listening to that a ton and that's also something that we play daily we're like both obsessed with that song all of the songs from inside by Bo Burnham we've been listening to that nonstop as well um I know it was up for a few Emmys I actually didn't watch the Emmys I think it was the other night or maybe like this past weekend so I'm not sure what the turnout was in those nominations for him but regardless listen to the soundtrack if you haven't watch it on netflix it's so amazing it's so heartfelt and emotional and i love it so those are some of my recommendations and some of my favorites from the past few weeks for music um and yeah now i want to talk about the most annoying thing that has happened to me in a long long time um so i was in class two hours ago was when like my class started a little over two hours ago and I got an email saying that I had a package in the mailroom that I needed to pick up. So I made sure that I went to do that right after class before I went back to my room. 
So when I looked at the box, the box said U by Kotex. So I knew it was going to be tampons, and I also knew that I ordered a value pack, so I wasn't really surprised at the size of the box. But then I got back to my room um, a little bit later, and then I realized this actually happened all within the past 45 minutes. Just take that into account. I came back to my room, and then I realized, I opened the box, and then I realized that there were six boxes of tampons, which I was like, okay, I didn't think I ordered that many, but fine, and they're all super plus size, and you should have seen my face. It, I was disappointed and angry, to say the least, like, what am I going to do with super plus tampons? I mean, I, I am not someone who uses super plus tampons, so there's literally nothing that I can do with these. I have six boxes of them. Each box has 16 tampons in it. I am disappointed. So I think I put on my private story or something like, if anyone needs tampons, I got you because I have six boxes that I cannot use or I could use them, but I I'm not going to and I shouldn't. So yeah, that was a really annoying thing that happened to me and... Yeah, another thing that happened to me today that was not annoying at all, I had a presentation in my creative economy class. Um, I'm a business of creative enterprises major here at my school, so that's like the first class that you have to take for that major. And I had a project where I had to talk about 10 things that I learned in life and how they relate to business and the creative economy. So... Obviously, I did my project in the form of a podcast because that's like my go-to niche. That's like what I do. And I was super nervous because it's the first presentation I'd be giving in this class. It's kind of like a first impression of like what kind of creative person you are and what kind of, you know, student um, and business person you are a little bit. So I was really, really nervous, especially because on Monday when I had my class and I thought I was going to be presenting – Someone in my class presented and she like had the most amazing, engaging presentation and it just like really made me nervous. I was like, I don't think my presentation's good enough. So then I redid the whole presentation last night, day night before I had to do it, like give my presentation in class. And I was still getting so nervous. I was like, I don't think this is enough, blah, blah, blah. Then I did my presentation in class today and it actually went super well. The feedback was great. I felt pretty confident while I was up there. Uh, some of my presentation were, like, were like clips from a podcast I made specifically for the presentation. So it was kind of annoying to have to listen to my own voice in front of that many people because I, I'm kind of numb to hearing my own voice in like recordings by now because of how long I've had this podcast. But I've never had to like listen to it in front of people. <laughs> you know, like in front of a group of people. So that was super nerve wracking, but it ended up going really well. I got great feedback. I enjoyed the experience to say the least. And now I'm so excited for any other presentations I have to do in this class because I kind of feel like I have like, I had a really good start, I think. So yeah, that is all the updates on me and what's going on in my life and kind of how I'm doing, I guess. I'm doing okay. Uh, it's officially fall now. So I'm like inevitably significantly happier. Um, just because it's fall. It was almost 80 degrees here in Boston today, and I still wore a thick red sweater, and I don't care because it's fall, and so I have a pass for that now. So let's talk about today's guest. I think around July, I think it was the beginning of July, I had an interview with Maddie Carteropel. Maddie is an actor. He's been in things like he's been on Stranger Things. He's been in 
Um, a few pretty popular movies. Uh, one of his most recent projects is Reservation Dogs. It's a Hulu show. Definitely check it out. Yeah, so he's an actor. During our interview, we talked a bit about what it's really like to start an acting career and build yourself up from the ground up. And yeah, I think he was the perfect person to have this interview with. Um, so yeah, definitely stick around for that interview. I honestly can't tell. I My dorm is right in front of a very busy street. So there's a lot of beeping. The train, you can hear it screeching every 10 minutes. So I hope you can't really hear that. I hope that doesn't mess up this audio. But yeah, stick around. I'm so sidetracked. Stick around for this interview with Maddie Carteropel. And yeah, hope you enjoy. Okay, so I'm here with Maddie Carter-Opel. Hi, thanks so much for being on Hollywood Hero today and welcome. Thanks for having me. I love your the name of your podcast. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, before we get started on with the questions, uh, why don't you say a little bit about yourself and what you do? And uh, yeah, so let the listeners know. Okay, cool. Uh, hi, audience, listeners. Uh, what's up? Uh, I'm Maddie Carteropel. Uh I'm an actor. Um, uh, I'm a husband. I'm a, uh, what else am I? Uh, I've been getting into treasure hunting late, uh, as of recently. Nice. And I paint. But most of the time I'm acting. And lately I've been writing some poetry, which is cool. Uh, my poetry book is coming out July 17th. It's called Happy Birthday Every Day. Uh, you should check it out. It's on my Etsy store. But yeah, so that's what I what what I do. Um, kind of a long answer there, but I'm Maddie, and I'm All an right. Aquarius. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're an Aquarius. Okay, I love that you yeah. included your zodiac sign. I'm a Leo. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so you said that you are primarily an actor among many other things that you mentioned, but you're primarily an actor. Um, how long have you been acting or when did you realize that you wanted to work in the entertainment industry? Um, when I want, when I realized that I want to work in the entertainment industry was, um, probably 1994 when Ace Ventura came out, uh, when Jim Carrey acted in that movie, it just, blew me away he was so funny um i uh i didn't get into little league so my parents took me to go see uh ace ventura and i was just like blown away um and he was like a hero to me and i I think he was a hero because i saw a lot of myself in him and he's just so funny you know I, i i i have adhd as well and i know he does and i think I think seeing someone like that on camera be that funny was so inspiring to me. It was like a mirror and uh it was it was really inspiring to me. So that's how I I I didn't know how I'd get to Hollywood, but I knew that's what I wanted to do. But I, I but again, I had no idea, right? You don't I'm just from a small town, you have no clue like how do I even do that? Like there's no real, maybe there is now, but there's no like school for that. You know what I mean? Like there should be a school that's like small town, uh, you know, uh, people that want to get into 
movie interest that want to get into Hollywood or something, you know, like how it's done, you know. I think now there's a lot more information, but there wasn't the internet wasn't as popular back then. So. Right, right. And seeing Ace Ventura and seeing Jim Carrey act in that movie, the way you talk about it and talk about him sounds like he's been kind of a huge, big inspiration for your yourself as an actor. I mean, is that true? And are there, what are your other inspirations or who are your other inspirations for your career? I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, some some other uh, people that have really influenced my, my life. Uh, like in terms of artists, like I love, uh, in terms of like kind of like being an artist and, uh, Jean-Michel Basquiat is a big influence on me. He's, I love his artwork. He's so inspiring. Um, uh, in terms of acting, uh, I'd have to say like the Coen brothers, uh, I love their work. Um, yeah, I, I just love, I, I've, yeah. Uh, I was really into that movie Office Space too. Did you ever watch that? <laughs> I, no, I don't think so. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. It's a really funny comedy. Um, but yeah, like, uh, and Steve Martin was a big influence on me. And um, yeah, uh, those are kind of my influences right off the top of my head that I can think of. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. Um, so I was reading your IMDb page and your Wikipedia page, and all of them say that you were discovered by Luke and Owen Wilson. What is that story? How did that come to yeah. be? I just, I need to know more. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, uh, yeah, Luke Wilson, I was a production, I was an editor production, an editor's assistant, sorry, um, on this movie that uh, Luke Wilson and Andrew Wilson directed his brother. And um, uh, Luke took a liking to me and he did this movie in Florida and he was like, do you want to come out and be my assistant? And I was like, yeah, I was like maybe 21 years old. My first kind of, I'd been PAing, you know, production assistant in, in LA for like maybe a year and a half. And you know, that was the, that was kind of like the, the, the mother of all jobs. And I was like, yeah, I want to do that. And they fly you out and you get a rental car. And I was like 21. I was like, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, it was a incredible, uh, experience to get to work with him on this movie hoot. Uh, it was a kid's movie and, uh, he just took a liking to me and he supported my career. he, helped me get into Blonde Ambition, this movie he did with Je Jessica Simpson. And then I met his brother there shortly after, and he took a liking to me. Um, I was on a private jet with Owen, and uh, he was his private jet, obviously, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he was just like, uh, have you, could, do you think you could play a bully? And there's this movie that he was making drill but taylor and i was like no i'm, I'm pretty nice like i don't think i could be a bully. <laughs> he was like oh okay um and uh he they brought me into audition for uh just audition for the bully even even so but they just they offered me the part of a 7-eleven clerk in the movie 
and yeah, he just uh, he helped me get that role, and um, that was really cool. And uh, the director on that movie said to me, it was my first big movie, and he said, "Welcome to the big leagues, kid." So I had already, if I didn't make little league, I made it to the big leagues. And nice. I guess. Nice. So that was your first official role, as that director would say, in the big leagues of Hollywood. Yeah. Um, I mean, what was, how has that moment and, or not that moment, but that like event and meeting and kind of being discovered by Owen Wilson, like how did that, how do you think that impacted you as an actor? Like, how do you think that um, kind of changed the course of your acting career? Uh, I think it was huge. I think it really helped give me that leverage of, you know, just having someone support you as an actor and what you want to do, especially someone of his stature that he had, you know, he is successful and just to to have recognition and to be recognized as having some talent and being like, Hey, give this kid a shot um, was really cool. And, uh, uh, but it's funny because when that movie came out, uh, I was like 22 years old and I was like, this is it. I don't have to audition. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be discovered. Everyone's going to call me. And it didn't happen that way. It was like, you know, kind of dead for me for like six or seven years. I, I did a lot of commercials and I did a couple TV spots here and there. But it didn't really take off for me till uh, Dumb and Dumber 2 and Jurassic World came out. That really gave me the leverage to, again, you know, more people recognizing my talent and being like, oh, let's maybe Maddie would be great for this part. So, yeah, that was yeah, that was cool. Uh, What was the original question? I'm having an ADD moment. Uh, (laughs) I mean, you pretty much um, summed it up. Okay, Uh, cool. But. I think a part of what you just mentioned was how having that role didn't ultimately or not ultimately, but it didn't instantly lead to you becoming a household name or everyone knowing who you are and roles, you know, yeah. coming up to you like that. And so I kind of want to talk about like, what are some of the myths of working in the ent- entertainment industry um, that you've kind of learned to be untrue or just not um, what people think who don't work in the entertainment industry? I mean, are there any more things that you could yeah think of uh yeah like a miss okay so yeah like does it, it doesn't work where you where you'll have success like overnight like it takes a lot of work like you you really have to put the work in and you have to get a million no's before you get the yeses and it's just a that's just how it works um yeah i think the myth of like you know for like me with that drill but taylor situation was like oh i thought like i'm gonna be a household name you know <laughs> uh right after drill but taylor came out but that wasn't the case like it just it takes time to really uh build a career and you got to be okay with that like it, it doesn't just and you also have to go out and make your own opportunities and your own you know, films, write your own scripts and do all that stuff because you really have to put the work in to make things happen. So, yeah, that that's kind of a big myth that 
you know, it just kind of, you're just successful right away. It just, it, it happens. What, what are some myths that you, that you, uh, have experienced? I'm curious. Um, well, I haven't really experienced any. I'm not really that high up in the entertainment industry or high at all. I don't really think I am, but I think a myth that I perceive that I know a lot of people think, but I really believe isn't true is that, um, when you start working in the entertainment industry or what in whatever industry that leads to some sort of high amounts of success and, you know, you start getting bigger, bigger, bigger and bigger audiences. It's like this um, glorified fame thing and that it's like more um, it's like idealized a lot better than normal life. Um, So I I think that if that makes sense, I mean, I just don't believe that to be true just because at the end of the day, everyone's normal and everyone does have their own life and have their own stuff going on. And, you know, on the internet, it looks like, people have these amazing, wonderful lives, but at the end, I mean, it just doesn't really, Oh yeah. I don't think that's, we, we go through it too. We're, yeah, we're just people. Yeah. We experience yeah. that. Yeah. Another, another myth is, um, I guess like, you know, I'm super tall, like a myth, like, Oh, you can't be an actor if you're tall, you know, just I've never heard, I heard that things one. like that. Like I've heard things like that when I was first starting out and I was like, Oh man. (laughs) But that's kind of a myth. Like, I don't think that's true. I feel like a lot of, a lot of actors are tall. Arnold Schwarzenegger is not very tall. (laughs) I know in in movies, I think they make him look tall, but he's actually quite short. Um, There's no way he's six feet. (laughs) Arnold, if you're listening, I'm sorry. (laughs) I, I, I mean, love you. <laughs> um, so have, have you worked with him? No, but I, I ran into him in Vancouver, Vancouver when I was filming a series of unfortunate events. He was like getting oh, okay. on an elevator and I was like, whoa, he is short. Not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with that, but I just thought like, didn't expect him to be. Yeah. I didn't better. expect yeah. him to be that short, but it was so unreal. Like seeing him on per- in person, you know, just yeah. growing up as a kid like just seeing him it's, it was just kind of unreal when you see someone that's been that iconic you know yeah um, and yeah. that kind of goes on i mean like who are some of your favorite actors or people that you kind of looked up to and like have you met any of them um people like that uh yeah i think like uh I, i've met larry david that was pretty cool he's super funny <laughs> He's just kind of just like he's so who he like is on TV and just seeing him in real life. I felt like I was on the show just because he's he's such a uh, wacky dude. Like, he, uh, yeah, just seeing him, um, uh, you know, meeting Jim Carrey. That was unreal. That was really a special moment. Um uh, who else have I met that I've been blown away? Um, sorry, uh, who who have you met? No. Ooh, um, not pretty much no one. I mean, I've met a few like radio people who work in radio or like directors. Or I'm um, I met or I had an interview with a 
a screenwriter who's like just starting out. He wrote this IFC film, but I mean, I think that's the most. That's really cool stuff. Yeah, I've that's the highest stuff I've ever met. I think um, in person. That's still really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've met a, a good amount of people through doing the podcast, but it's it's like a online thing. So I don't know. I I mean, I count it, but not in the context that we're we're saying. But yeah, that's pretty much all. <laughs> yeah uh that's cool um yeah like i mentioned like steve martin has i've never met him i'm trying to think of people that i've met that have been uh i met like the voice of the transformers guy really and i thought that was really cool oh yeah i'm actually uh, kind of jealous of that one <laughs> yeah um i met the voice of falcor from Neverending story that was really special um yeah uh i'd say the biggest one was jimmy carrey for me yeah 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 i think well, that's I I, robin williams oh I oh meant, my gosh really and that yeah that was that was really special special because i loved patch adams and everything he's done he's hilarious so that was yeah. really special yeah so you kind of have a long list of people do you have a list of yeah. people that you would like to meet oh okay. yeah um geez uh that i'd like to meet um uh let's circle back on that question (laughs) no problem okay um my next question which is kind of kind of off the topic kind of random um to what we were talking about but what does a week in your life look like while you're filming something or just like a really busy work week for you like what does that look like uh yeah a lot of the times when i'm going out filming on set like uh, i've been traveling quite a bit for for jobs so i'll have like a travel day and like a day of fittings and just kind of a day to chill and then the next day the next few days i'll film and then after that a few days after that i'll fly home so it's like a week of work and then i'll do i'll do prep work before like i'll meet with my acting coaches and go over everything before I head out to, to film stuff just to make sure that I'm, that I'm ready. And I know that it kind of takes all the nerves away if you know that you're prepared and ready for stuff. So I do a lot of prepping Um, and then just having fun. Once you're there, just have a good time and connect with the the other cast members. Uh, Yeah. Um, yeah yeah um and other than your career in acting uh i know that you are just about to come out with a new poetry book i think the correct term is anthology i'm not really sure um but yeah yeah so you're about to come out with that has poetry or writing poetry always been a hobby of yours or is this kind of like a new thing that you've just um taken interest in that's a great question so yeah in high school i really uh connected with this teacher that i had this poetry writing teacher he was just always so supportive and really cool and just an all-around great guy and uh he would give me like five minutes at the beginning of class to just like do whatever i wanted and like i would i would just read poems and uh and then he had like a poetry reading at a local bookstore and it was kind of my first introduction to like what poetry was you know and uh what what performing was sorry um 
and how to be a performer. So that kind of introduced me to being an actor, which was really cool. Um, so yeah, that's how I kind of got into acting, to be honest, was my first experience was poetry. So Wow. Um, and so your new book, your new Sorry, poetry book. Ju- hold on, let me just adjust. Oh. <laughs> no problem. Okay. All right. All right, so your new book that's coming out on July 17th, I think by the time this goes out, it will have already been out. Oh, okay, um, cool. But your new book, Happy Birthday Every Day. I mean, yes. obviously I haven't read it yet because it hasn't come out yet, but I mean, what does that title mean? Is there any significance? Is there like a poem that has like direct significance to the title or like what, what does that mean? Well, I think what informed that the title was back in uh, uh, March uh, this year, I had a, a little health scare. Uh, I had like a, a stroke <laughs> and it was, it was really scary. And my, my arm, luckily it wasn't a major stroke, but um, I lost the feeling in all my, all of this arm and I couldn't really oh, use wow. it. Um, but now it's totally fine. I'm, I'm good now, but yeah, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't draw or write. And, you know, I was just kind of recovering, sitting around recovering. And I was like, Oh, what can I do? So my arm started, I started getting feeling back in my arm and I started to draw again. Like when at first, when I first had my stroke, I couldn't even like write my name. So I started to be able to draw, draw again and um, write poems. So I just started writing poetry and about how important it is to be alive and to live every day like it's your birthday and to be happy, like to, to give yourself permission to just be happy and enjoy yourself. And uh, yeah, I really hope it'll change people's lives and maybe take some pain away, maybe inspire them, maybe motivate them and do it with poems. So that's why I wrote this book. Oh, that entire motivation behind writing the book. Uh, it sounds like it could be really impactful. Um, so I, I can't wait to read it. So I guess we could circle, I guess we could circle back to um, the acting. Uh, I don't know if you've conjured up your list of people you want to meet in your head. If not, that's fine. Um, but have you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um uh i'd I'd really like to meet uh steve martin what's funny is like meeting your heroes is really like weird for me just because like they have so much impact that i am like i get so shy like it's just like (laughs) i just get shy just because they just have such a big influence on me so um like jim carrey when I first uh, met him at the premiere of Dumb and Number Two, well, when I I had already met him, but when I was uh, at the premiere, my publicist was like, "Do you want to get a photo with Jim?" And I was like, "No, no, don't bug him, don't bother him." <laughs> it's like that's what you're supposed to do when you're at a premiere, like get photos, you know, with yeah. with, with other actors. But I just I just didn't want to, because I was nervous, because I was like what if I cry or like, you know what I mean? When someone has that, that such a big influence on you, 
that's changed yeah. your life you know it's uh yeah it's just hard to to you know get to meet them uh uh well i guess you know she's not really a well she's she's a, she's kind of a, like a youtube star right now but i think it'd be really cool to meet um her name's jessica mccabe and she makes videos about adhd and just how to kind of uh navigate that in your everyday life and it, she has a great channel it's called how, how to adhd and i think it would be really cool to meet her because i really just the work that she's done has been so inspiring to me so i think it would be really cool to meet her cool well i hope one yeah. day you do get to meet these people and have your dreams come true. Um, because oh, I mean, I can't, I mean, I can't think if there's, if there's anyone that like on the top of my head that I like really, really want to meet. I think just like certain musicians I really like. Um, Cause music is such a big part of my life. Like I think, uh, I don't know if you know this band, but they're called Wallows. Um, with oh, Dylan no, Minnette. They're, Dylan Minnette uh, is in that band. He's from 13 Reasons Why. And oh, cool. I think, I would die if I met them. <laughs> I've only seen them live once. I was supposed to see them live again last June, but got canceled because of COVID. But I think if I met them, I might pass out. That's hyperbole, right, right. but I just, that would be a huge, huge thing for me. Kind of wrapping this up, uh, what advice do you have for people who want to pursue a career in acting or in the entertainment industry as a whole? Uh, yes, I would say uh you know have fun uh invest in yourself invest in your career take classes get acting coaches uh you know go to therapy uh improve yourself as a person so you can be the best performer you can be and also treat you know treat performing and and being a performer like you're an athlete like you know that that's uh, uh, I had a, a teacher that kind of told me that, and I've been really trying to emulate that. And I think that was really good advice. Um, uh, also, you know, realize that you're enough and, you know, uh, just keep, just keep trying, keep putting yourself out there. If you're not working or, you know, like earlier I was saying, you know, Dribba Taylor, I thought, you know, Oh, I'm like, I'm going to get all the call. I'm going to get a ton of phone calls, but like what you should be doing is make the phone calls. Yeah. I don't even know if people call each other, anymore. <laughs> but uh, you should, you should, why not? Um, or, or, or uh, email, uh, you know, just reach out to people, put yourself out there, make your own films, write your own sketches, um, uh, read books, read a ton of books or audio books about, performing and acting and the business of acting learn about business uh learn about marketing yourself um i think the biggest part in acting to be honest and like getting yourself out there is like marketing like if you take a, a really good marketing class and realize like who you are as a performer um and what you can do i think that's huge like that'll set you apart from a lot of other people so i think you know doing that would be great 
and also uh just persevere and be persistent and be current and just do everything you can to improve yourself as an actor and you'll be fine you'll be successful so it's kind of a long answer but it's 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 what's kind of helped me through the years so yeah and i hope and i really do think that will help a lot of people because i think people these days really do need to hear more how much work they do actually need to put in to something that they want to achieve so i think that was a great answer um and yeah so those were all the questions i had for you today oh cool so much for this amazing interview before we wrap up the episode can you let the listeners know where they can find you on social media and even more where they can buy your new book online yeah totally uh i'm on the internet of, of course um you can find me on uh, TikTok at Maddie Carteropel. Uh, I'm on Instagram as well at Maddie Carteropel. A lot, of all my socials are like at Maddie Carteropel. So uh, I'm on TikTok and Instagram a lot. Um, yeah, my uh, my book is coming out uh, July 17th. Or you know, if you're listening to this after it came out, it's out already. Um, you can find it on my Etsy store. Uh, Maddie Carterable Art. A happy birthday every day is the title, and it's a book about how you should live your uh, life like every day, like it's your birthday. Um, so yeah, check it out. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Perfect. Thank you so much for this amazing yeah. conversation, all about yeah. acting. I think you were the first actor I've had on the show. Um, I've had other people oh, in cool. that industry, but you're the first actor. So I actually did oh, really nice. learn a lot and this was great. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Thank you so much for being on. Of course. Um, so yeah, that's the end of the episode. Uh, definitely check out Maddie on social media and definitely buy his new book. Happy birthday every day. I'm definitely going to um, take that um, notion with me and just live every day like it's my birthday i'm gonna go out right after this and just pretend it's my birthday and live life <laughs> to the fullest um yep. and yeah so that's the end of the episode you can follow me on instagram at hollywood hero pod for more updates on the podcast and uh new episodes and i'll see you all next week bye